This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This is Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need from America's Mortgage Mentor with more than 35 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. You'll learn to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently. Also, be sure to check out Jen's book, Launch, How to Take Your Business to New Heights. Available on Amazon. For a signed copy, contact Jen at jenduplessis.com. Now, here is certified mortgage planner and CEO of Kinetic Spark Consulting, Jen Duplessis. Today, my guest is Larry Bettag. Bettag. <laughs> it is funny, Larry. Everybody knows. <laughs> yeah, right on. It's so easy. B-E-T-T-A-G, Bettag. And um, I had the wonderful pleasure of meeting Larry on a weekly mortgage coach productivity call. And he does some really great things with Facebook as a, um, in the lending space. And I know you're, you do some loans, but generally you're the regional manager, but um, so what I thought he would do today is share with us how to organically actually get business. Now, a lot of us do videos and uh, posting and whatnot, but we're really not getting the business. So we want to find out what's the trigger, where's the tipping point so that we can actually close business. So, Larry, welcome to our show. We're so happy to have you here. I think it was a Lenders Live or Lenders One, I forgot, down in Chicago, and you were a Lenders featured speaker. First. Yeah, Lenders, lenders First. first. Yeah. That's what it was, downtown with Steve Scanlon. Yeah. And I think that's the first time I met you. And then I was very thrilled to rejoin with you uh, on Dave's call um, just recently. Yeah, I'm so excited. So before we get started, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself? Because you've got kind of a unique uh, uh, career, right? A unique resume in the lending space. Yeah, so I'll give you... The two minute you can get, you can you know count me down. I'm less than two minutes, but I, I'll tell you, I was raised, grew up in the western suburbs, way western suburbs of Chicago, oldest of five kids, and I went to, you know, college, grad school, got a master's in clinical psych, and then I went on to law school. And in law school, the rule is the first year they scare you to death, the second year they work you to death, and the third year they bore you to death. And I was in my uh, bore you to death year. And I had a classmate of mine tell me to get into lending. So I went with, worked for this company called Norwest Mortgage. And I worked with Norwest until Wells went bankrupt. And when Wells went bankrupt, I remember Norwest those came days. in and bought him out. It did, yeah, yeah back in the late days. 90s. I was with and, World. Um, world Mortgage. Later with oh, Wells. Oh, World. Yeah, 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 yeah. Holy cow, yeah. So I was with them until 2000. And I interviewed with a bunch of companies. And uh, in 2000, I came over here. And uh, it was myself and a processor. And now I've grown up to be the VP of our company, and I run a region, I run a branch, um, and then I have a team myself, which I just kind of, I call it pitch and ditch. I go out and, and, and build all these relationships and, and make it rain, and I just, as they come at me, I just <laughs> I walk left that. or right and give it to my, uh, I give it to one person, person A or person B, B and off we go to the races. So I, I'm a, I still practice some law. And I'm an author. I do a lot of speaking, and uh, I just love it. So that's that's married to a, the best wife in the world. Five kids. I got a 20, um, an 18, a 16, a 14, and a 12 year old. I'll probably work until I die. 
<laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, you've got you've got a whole mess of those yeah, those teen years going on. And I remember oh the my day that my daughter my daughter graduated from college and she's well, we have two. I remember the day she graduated from college and we said, Finally we get a raise. Finally we get a raise. You get your pay raise. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, okay, I'm so in the pay a deduction right now. Yeah, I, I get it. I know that. So so let's just dive right in about Facebook. So what makes you so unique in what you do with Facebook to and that you share with your team as well to actually get business? Well, I, I think, you know, I, 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 when I do a lot of my speaking, I, I speak on a number of different things. But in, in the Facebook realm, I, I tell folks there are really three different ways to, to use Facebook. One is through the advertising um, one is through your business page and, and one is through just your organic, you know, sphere of influence. And, um, you know, I think my whole talk always is, is what makes me unique. And really what makes me unique is not uh, no different than probably most people is that I'm on it. Um, but I think the biggest thing that's unique is that I'm on it on a daily basis. I don't spend more than 15 minutes on it, but I, I, I've created a huge sphere of influence of where I've become actually an influencer and that's exactly what Facebook's looking for. And as a result, I get a little bit more. Um, I get a little bit more props from them. I get held out. I get a little bit more screen time from them, and I stay on other people's walls more. And I think I got a recipe that really is unique and it works. I, I think there's a danger. You know, when I walk through my office, and, and I don't know how you feel, but I see people waste time on Facebook. And quite honestly, you know, I could waste time if I'm sitting in a doctor's office or, or whatever. But the reality of it is I, I don't I, I use it I use Facebook as a business building platform. That's what it's it is to me. And it's fun to be connected with people from grade school, from high school, from college, from grad school, but that's a byproduct. That's the ancillary benefit I get. I'm really using it uh, to build business. Yeah, so that's interesting. Um yeah, and I agree with you, you know, especially because I see so many people get trapped into, you know, playing playing on it. And by the way, I have playtime on it. That's, you know, I decided that I wanted to have a block that's playtime. And that's okay. It's that people are being very intentional. So I really want to hear, and I'm sure my listeners want to hear as well, how you're, how you're able to get on and off in 15 minutes. So what is the intention that you're putting out to ensure that that happens? Yeah, so backing up for a second, you know, I, I started back in 2011 just tracking everything, and that's the first time I started really kind of tracking. I, I realized I was making money off of Facebook yeah, probably in 2010, and so 2011 I started tracking, and historically, I will tell you my first year I made, I think it was $8,000, next year it was sixteen, and then it was thirty-two. So the first three years it doubled, then it was 40, then 60, and it stayed at 60, went to 80, 100, and then about 122 last year. I think I'm probably right now this year, probably, yeah, I'm going to say I'm probably around 80 right now. So I think I will eclipse last year a little bit. But um, if you think about it, I don't know, you know, I, I don't want to cross promote other companies and I'm not a paid endorser, but I, I really, really love this woman by the name of Casey Cunningham at Zenix. And, um, you know, she says the simplest thing, which is know me, like me, trust me. And um, I look at this job on Facebook. When I say the job, you talked about your um, the having fun on Facebook. I love that. But my job on Facebook is to get that go through that pattern. And how can people trust me if they don't like me? How can people like me if they don't know me? So what I do is I have you know this recipe. And, and again, I don't know how how much we want to go into every single piece of it. But I will tell you this: you want to friend everybody. 
And when I say everybody, I mean pretty much everybody who's a human being who you might have some sort of real connection with. And uh, and when I say that, I will tell you that you know, I'm a middle-aged guy who, um, you know, every other week I get uh, a friend request from some 18-year-old Russian woman in a bikini with her finger on her <laughs> lip and uh, yep. with three friends. That is not the person I want a friend. But I will tell no. you, if, if it's a friend, we have mutual friends. Whether I know them or I don't know them, I am going to go ahead and do this. I have women all the time ask me, well, what about that creepy guy? I'm like, no, I, I, not the creepy guy. It has to be someone through a sphere of influence or mutual friends. You know, um, you know what, the, what the maximum amount of friends you can have on, his face, on Facebook? Yes, 5,000 on your personal page, and then you have to go to your business yes. page because I'm maxed out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm maxed out too, and kudos for you. But I think the reality of it is, what happens is once you max out, um, you know, you become, you know, where, where, where it becomes your business page that you want to start um, uh, focusing on. But here's the deal: I, I have people throughout all the United States and actually throughout the world that that are friending me, and there's people outside the United States, whether I want to or not. But let's just focus in North America. Uh, I don't care, you know, if they're in California or New York or wherever, even if I'm not doing business there, the reality of it is I will end up getting referrals oftentimes from people that are out there saying, hey, you know what, we got a relationship there. My my, my son, my daughter-in-law, my, my cousin, my brother, my ex, whatever, is moving out there. Can you help them? And so I, I think it's really going back to that whole formula of know me, like me, and trust me. And so um, I, I guess... If I were to say my formula, it's this. It's I friend every single person. And I've been thrown in in the beginning when I was building my my um, my sphere. I was thrown into Facebook jail um, four times uh, because they said I was um, friending people that I didn't have relationships with. I came over from active rain and um, I decided that I was going to make this. And so I started friending all these active rain friends. And yeah, I got suspended for two days. I got suspended for a week. I got suspended for a couple of weeks. And I think the most I got suspended for was 30 days. But by then I'd gotten over a thousand. And so, so are you familiar with a guy by the name of Michael Hyatt? Yeah, of course I am. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, yep. if your, your fan base isn't, you know, they need to know who Michael is. You know, he has a, a blog that's the top one tenth of 1%, you know, in the world. And, um, you know, he makes, you know, his money just through just a sheer having a portion of, of those followers subscribe to certain things. But he was telling me um, personally, I was fortunate to have lunch with him a, a few years back up in Bend, Oregon. And he was telling me that he what he does is he spends every day. He has an allocated time that he goes ahead and responds. Um, and he spends 10 or 15 minutes, uh, you know, responding to the people that comment on Facebook. I think that the thing that people can think of is, is that's so overwhelming is that every time you get a notification on your phone that you have to respond to that. I, I, I honestly don't. I, I, I look at it as a, during my break times, I'm going to go ahead and do this. So my, my, my formula is this. After I go ahead and friend everybody, I, I, I'll make it very simple, and then we can get in the details if you want to. But I post every day. Um, I have a recipe as far as what it is that I post for. I post every day. Um, I will go ahead and like 10 other people's posts per day. I will comment on 10 other people's posts per day. Um, I will respond to everybody for the most part who responds or takes the time out to comment on my posts every day. And I try to do it in a real meaningful. I'm going to say 
authentic or transparent kind of way. And then I have a recipe as far as what I post on. But here's the deal. Um, and, and posting every day, um, you have to be out there. You, you have to. And, and people are like, well, I, I don't want to be the guy that just posts about my food. Well, I agree with that. You don't want to do that. Um, right. But you want to post something every day. And then um, you want to like your own post. Now, I think the biggest thing that everyone kind of freaks out with is liking your own post. Jen, I got to ask you, do you like your own post at all? I actually do. And sometimes I even comment on my posts purposely. I leave out something on the actual post so that I can follow up with the post. Good. Well, you don't want to know why you have to like your own post? Because it puts it back up on top, I think. But I don't know. You're going to tell me. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> um, <laughs> because uh, Facebook has an algorithm that says you have 70 seconds to go and be, be noticed. And if you're not noticed in those first 70 seconds, you are very rapidly being dismissed and, and not being shown on the walls of other people. And so That's for awesome. me, people would always say, why are you doing this, Larry? You know, you look like such an egomaniac. I said, no, I'm doing this as a business purpose. I don't care what I look like. I don't go out and tell people how great I am. I am liking my own post, but I am doing it because of an algorithm. And I, if I'm gonna spend the time to go ahead and write a post and spend it out there, I wanna make sure that I get noticed by as many people as I can. And so for you to go ahead and do that and actually write a comment on there, I mean, I'm gonna say, I, I haven't re researched that algorithm, but I, I, I gotta believe that that's a good thing. The one thing I can tell you is that Facebook has not um, found out yet or addressed people liking their own posts yet, um, you know, as far as a way to fix that algorithm. So I will go ahead and like my own posts just because I wanna have the maximum exposure um, immediately. I love that. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you have, do you have any statistics on tagging friends so if someone say well i'm not liking my own post but what i do is i tag friends that i want them to see it or they're influencers and i want them to uh you know i want to put it in front of their face and not hope that they saw it on my wall do you have any um, thoughts yeah I, I have thoughts i don't have stats but i can tell you um very specifically there's two things one you know eventually one of the things one of my goals that i, I do and i love it is actually, um, um, I call it stalking uh, influencers. And uh, I say it in a non-criminal way. Um, I, I, I do like that, and I, we can get that in a second. But I, I will tell you that Facebook, and, and we talked a little bit about that during Dave's call, um, their new algorithm going into 2020 is this, that they really want to have community. And um, here's the thing that, that Facebook is stuck with. Um, they want, the, the, the problem was in the beginning, they weren't making money. So they need the corporate advertisers. But now, if they go ahead and start pandering to the advertisers, they're going to lose you and I because what happens then all of a sudden the corporate advertisers are taking over everything and it's no longer a community. So they've right. now changed their whole algorithm that says a community usurps or is greater than um, paid advertising. So it's a really kind of a fine balance. So when you become someone really good, when you become an influencer, and when I say an influencer, you become someone that creates community, truly community, then at that point, um, you, have, you are thrust in front of everybody else, including those paid advertisers. Now, those paid advertisers, through redirects, are coming back to things that you've searched for, and they're going to position stuff to you, but you are going to be featured no matter what if you are a community builder. And I'll give you my, my, my little kind of fun thing that I've done is, is probably about seven, eight years ago, nine years ago, I don't know, I saw someone in Active Rain talking about how to be truly the godfather, the mafia godfather of your family. 
And so I don't have a common last name, nor do you, Jen. And so I created um, in, in Facebook bet tag from around the world. And I started inviting all the bet tags. And what's pretty neat is pretty soon I became Don Carleone of, of, of the um, bet tag family. <laughs> I love that. And it, it, it's cool because I got the biggest hillbillies in my family. And I got people that are working for ABC News that are working like you know a government positions and I got people over in Germany and in France and in Ireland and whatnot and I'm the guy and it, it, it's kind of cool so I become become kind of a community creator now that that that's a one off because that's something that's kind of fun and interesting for me but um, now if you can do that in the mortgage arena think about what you can do with that you know. Or any business, really. I mean, any business that someone's in, a real estate firm or, you know, a CPA, a financial planner, a doctor, you anybody. Yes. Yeah. So what I try to do is, you know, you can take over and start redirecting me if you want to. But, um, you know, what I, I wanted to do, and, and Facebook's new algorithm also has a ridiculously high emphasis on local. So even though I'm talking about friending everyone nationally or, or however, whatever your sphere is, um, I want to go ahead and create something locally. So we, we are in this you know, area called the Fox Valley where we are it's between Elgin and Aurora, probably about a million people there between the, the seven towns. And so I, I, I want to be involved with a lot of the local things as far as saying, hey, this restaurant's the best of class or this um, the, the, this auto body it really treats its people you know, highly. And, and I want people to start thinking of me kind of as the godfather as well too where I'm singing praises of people who really do high ethical work, et cetera, et cetera. And then um, through my recipe of posting, once every other week, I will remind people what I do. And I think about this, you know, as you know, there's two types of people in our industry, uh, two types of salespeople. Those are relational or transactional. And I can't stand the transactional people because it's always about making a buck. Um, but the relational, it's pretty cool because what happens then is people come back to you because they trust you and they start asking on behalf of others or they start referencing you. And that's where it really becomes organic and, and granular and starts getting a lot of groundswell and, and momentum. Yeah, I love that. I love that. Okay, so let me ask you, talking about your recipe and what you're, what you're posting, can you kind of lay out a calendar for someone who's listening in and saying, okay, so... I need to be local. I need to, you know, obviously know, like, and trust. And I have a whole section in my book about know, like, and trust too, because everybody misses that mark all the time. And, and I got the, you know, like 10, 10 posts, like my own posts, like uh, comment on 10 posts, respond to anybody who's done that every single day. So, you know, because I am a, you know, coach and a mentor for people, I'm, I'm visualizing my calendar, you know, every day, 15 minutes of this, this is every single day. I'm going to write these things out, but then every other week I'm going to go in and I'm going to remind people what I do for a living. Mm -hmm. So what else, if mm -hmm. you're thinking about the way this is calendarized to help our listeners is how, what else would you do put about, in the calendarization? Well, I'm going to say, you know, the calendarization is the fact that you need to do it. Okay. The only thing that you really need to go ahead and make sure is that you go ahead once every week to every two weeks, you remind people that you're in this business. Um, if you don't do that, then it's a lot for nothing. Um, but I will tell you, um, you know, the, the, the things that I, I tell people is that, that this is the um, this is my recipe. Uh, and, and you want to balance this out over the course of, um, your, we'll say, your, your two weeks. 
But you think about things that you hate seeing on, on Facebook. We'll start with that. You know, I, I hate the politics. I hate the vitriol. I hate the hate. And um, you know, when, when, you know, there, there's there's nobody that can get along with um, with, with the politics. And I think um, I'll get to the things you need to do. But I just want to address this piece of it because I think it's very important. I, I, I was teaching just recently in, in, in Fort Collins, and a woman came up and she said, "Well, I'm really, really involved with the Democratic Party." And this is very passionate to me. And I was like, well, why are you here? She's like, well, I'm a realtor and I want more business. And I said, well, listen, you have to find a, a different form for that. And um, she's like, well, what do you mean? I said, I, you have to make a decision that if your emotional intelligence is such where you're going to go ahead and put your feelings on politics as your lead in to your face out there, that you're willing to go ahead and cut your income in half by 50% because your agenda is higher, it's more important than serving the others. And I she's agree. like, well, what do I do? Yeah. I, I, so I said, what, what are you going to, she's like, well, what do I do about that? And I said, well, why don't you just get really involved with your local Democratic Party, which she was. And I said, then why don't you pick a different forum, like maybe Twitter or something else. But as far as Facebook goes, you want this to be about everybody and inclusiveness. And I hate that word, but it really is about inclusiveness. And um, so in any event, I, I think that people, the listeners really, I am very politically charged in my mind. And I'm sure you are as well too, but you, you have to have one sort, there's a time and place for it. If you're using Facebook as a business building enterprise, stay away from it. That's my, 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 my only two cents on the negative. Um, so as far as my recipe here, here's what I really, really like. Um, I, I, I do a lot of stuff with my family. I do a lot of stuff with humor. I, I keep it real. I keep it authentic. Um, I use inspiration. I use reality. I use questions. I'll tell you about questions here in a second. Uh, educational information. And then I don't promote myself 24 seven. Um, I, I, I want to make it, like I said, weekly or every other week. But the, yeah, if you do any one of these as a sole, um, as a sole, um, I'm going to say front of who you are, you're going to lose it um, because you, that you're not really being authentic. Um, I, I, and people will say, well, how can you be authentic if you're not showing your political side? Okay, I'm not using this for my political piece. I'm authentic and I will share my politics with, with somebody else at a different time, but it won't be here. If you're only inspirational, well, I, I can click on the MotherTeresa.com and get my daily quote. I don't want that. I'd like to have something that lifts me up. Um, I, I think when I talk about reality, um, you know, I, I, I'll make a joke about you know marriages and husband and wife because every single husband and wife have had some sort of that same feeling. Now, I'll never tell the world that my wife hit me over the head with a frying pan. I'm sleeping on the couch. I would say I understand why she wants to kill me because everyone gets that. And uh, I use it in, in a, in a kind of humorous way. Questions. I love questions. And I'll, I'll tell you like questions that I, uh, I'll use that gets really, there's two purposes for it. One is to get a lot of involvement and a lot of engagement, but I might say, right. okay, bucket list. Okay. What's the one thing you've never done in your life that you still want to do? Yeah. And what's neat is everybody throws up on you. But secondly, the influencers who I'm studying that I want to do business with at some point, well, you start finding out the things that are important to them. Um, you know, I might say, um, okay, you're on death row and you're going to die tonight. What's your final meal? What do you want it to be? And you right. find the things that they like, you know, and, and so 
Um, in any event, questions are great. Educational stuff. Did you hear about the new down payment assistance program that just came out through the state of Illinois? Blah, 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 blah. It's a soft sell. And so, um, you know, I guess, you know, having that whole thing as far as that, 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 um, that formula for me, I, I just want to make sure that I have a fully rounded thing. And then I come back and every other week remind people that I'm in this business. Yeah. And I, you know, I think one of the things that I could just share, you know, because priority management is one of my specialties and, you know, is that when it comes time, you know, however you lay this out, if you're listening and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to put this together, however you lay this out and you say, okay, on Thursday, you know, testimonial Tuesday, right? Um, wealth building Wednesday and you put in, you know, something about wealth or um, fun Friday, right? And that's where you put your humor, however you want to do it, right? I'm big on themes, yes. obviously, because it helps me remember, what is, the, what is the thing I want to do on Friday? Oh, fun Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to post something funny, humorous today, whether it's me being funny, whether it's me doing something funny, you know. Um, but when it comes time uh, to putting this together, uh, if you wait until Friday to find something fun, you're most likely not going to do it. So I would say that you need to keep your... Uh, antennas up all week long. That was funny. I got to save that for one of my funny Fridays. That was inspirational. Yes. I've got to save that for that so that you've got a stockpile, um, an arsenal of items that you can talk about, you know, four, you could do four months in advance or four days in advance. It doesn't matter, but having an arsenal of the content so that you're not waking up and going there and saying, Oh God, I have to have something humorous today. Well, I, I don't have time to look for something humorous today. So, uh, so you have to make sure you carve out the time to plan for actually doing the post, right? Yeah, I, I think, you know, it's funny. I love this dialogue, Jen, and here's the reason I like this dialogue is because for you, um, you are such a, um, um, you, you're such a planner. And so you, you, you're very, I mean, I can hear from, from actually from when you presented in the past and, and um you know, the thing with Dave and, and here today, I mean, you're a planner. Yeah. I just know I have to. And so yeah. for me, I, you know, for me, all of a sudden I'll have a thought pop in and I'm like, okay, this is it. And like, I just did one. I took my kid. If you, if you were to hop on my, um, my, my uh, wall, you'll see that um, I took my kid to school last Thursday and um, to college. And um, I, I said, before we're leaving, we're, we're going to take this one, one photo. I just thought of it came up my mind. And he's going to be walking away, you know, to the university and I'm going to be holding my wife back while she's reaching out, you know, trying to grab him as he's walking away, kind of letting go, you know, kind of a thing. And I put it up there. I thought it was really funny, hokey, really stupid, bet tag humor. And we got like 350 likes on it and a million comments. And, um, and you know, the thing about that is, is that every parent who's taken a kid to college oh, probably wants to kick him in the well, they want to kick them in the butt because they're probably driving them nuts. But yet when they're actually walking away, they they get it. You know what I mean? And so it, it resonated with people. And so there wasn't anything premeditated and thought out. I just had this wild hair on my, you know what, and that's going to be part of my humor thing. And it's yeah. also part of the transparency in my family thing. And right. so, you know, that, well, and that, that built that and box. I agree that, yeah, and I agree that you do both. I do. I just, I know people as a coach. I know people if they, if that time block comes where they're going to spend 15 minutes to do a post and they don't have anything they won't post so it's, it's yeah well i think what I, what I, it's having in your back pocket just in case 
No, what I love about what you're saying is, is, is more brilliant than what I'm doing. And, and, and when I say that, as you have, I'm making this up, if it's Testimonial Tuesdays, then you have a whole week. You know, at Tuesday, you post it at 10 o'clock in the morning. Well, at 10.01, you have now a whole week to think of your next testimony that's going to go up there next week. And so what your job yeah. becomes that entire week is to fill that box. And so I yeah. think it's just this is something that's kind of become natural for me. But I like your thing, and I think that I would – I would tell people, you know, do not be afraid. I mean, um, I would be more afraid, as I tell people, it's financial malpractice against your family if you're not going ahead and building a business. And my, my dad, my three brothers, my grandfather, they're all MDs. And if they admit a patient into the hospital and they don't go check on that patient the next day, it's malpractice, it's med mal. And as an attorney, yeah. I, I will say this, if you're not doing the things that you're talking about, it's financial malpractice, but it's against your spouse. It's against your children because you're not doing those things that are required for you to be successful. And what you're telling me, Jen, in your formula is that these are the things that they need to do. And by you time locking it, you're smarter than I am. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, and listen, I do a lot of things spontaneous too, but I always make sure that I have a backup plan. You know, I have plan B. I have it. I, I just, because I am that kind of planner person, you know, even here with the podcast, you know, is that. I'm usually booking this, um, you know, like right now, if someone were to schedule with me, they're not going to be on my podcast till January. And we're talking September wow. 3rd, right? Because wow. it's so it's done. And, and that allows for mm -hmm. me to have spontaneity during that period of time that I don't freak out and say, oh my gosh, I don't have any content. I don't have it. You know, I'm, I'm just a well thought out planner, but it also allows mm -hmm. me that just because somebody is slotted for a specific time, I can shift them and insert someone I want right now in today's market, mm. which is what I did for you. I moved someone mm. else's. Because you, you know, know what? I'm release. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you are. But it's also timely because Facebook just came out with new algorithms, you know, and you have, and, and, and what struck me specifically was, you know, I, I want my clients to be able to make real money on Facebook. I don't want them to just be, I think that people have this misconception of, you know, am I branding myself or am I doing branding or am I just getting exposure? But I want them to progress into actual profit, right? And Yeah, you have and to do that. And, and you know what? The reality of it, Jen, you, you are the brand. And so it's not even branding yourself. Right. Well, what is? But it's, it's Jen, you are that brand. And so yep. to every listener here, you are that brand. Brand. Forget your company. No one cares about Cherry Creek. They, I, I do because right. I work here, but right. um, everyone else cares about me and I want them yeah. to care about me. Everyone wa wants to care about Jen. Jen's the bomb. You know what? You want everybody to say, and here's the big difference. And this is why I like Facebook is because if I go out and say how great I am, people are going to raise their middle finger and say, what a cocky little SOB, blah, blah, uh -huh. blah, blah, blah. I don't, I don't, I hate those people. I can't stand them. But if someone down the street who I really like and respect, and they say, like your testimonial Tuesday, Larry Betteg is the bomb. Well, gosh, that makes me feel pretty good. And I've served somebody, I've impacted their life, and guess what? I got profit as a result of that. That's a great yeah. byproduct. Yeah. Oh, no question. Yeah, no question. And, yeah, so I have all those little idiosyncrasies, those little themes that I do all the time. Um, yeah, it's crazy. But no, I think this is very timely and this is why you're being inserted into here. And we're doing this while I'm driving back from Pennsylvania now because I, uh, I, it's important for me to get it in this particular time of year, this particular moment. And um, because, you know, again, the podcast, the reason I have the, 
you know, the new name of my podcast is to get people to start taking action. And, you know, I think that's really critical. So let me ask you this. You know, you're, you're the VP of production, right? For uh, yeah, Cherry you bet. Yep. And, yep. um, so what are you seeing now with your team? What are, what are you, or not, I don't want to say what you're seeing now because I know everybody's really busy and I'm, I'm really concerned about it. I just did a podcast called Short-Term Gain for Long-Term Pain because if we're just now turning our chairs around and focusing on refis and not on the other mm-hmm. foundational pieces, then there'll be a long-term mm-hmm. pain here as we come into the winter months and whatever. And um, for those of us that are in winter month markets, right? Um, so yes. what are you telling, what are you telling, and what is the prediction and the, the vision for your uh, team, you know, your entire, your entire company of salespeople for 2020? What are you guys focusing on knowing that your future is a business, uh, or, sorry, your future is a series of nows. What you're doing now will reflect your future. So what are you guys, what's on your docket that you could share with them? But that was spilling it sounds like- right? Yeah, yeah, I think that you and I are right right now. The way that you said that, I mean, our, our brains are surgically attached because um, <laughs> I, I, I I I've always told people live by the refi, die by the refi, and um, uh-huh. take them, don't chase them. Both of those yep. are my 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 thing. And so the reality of it is, I, I will tell you that in, in my career, there are so many times where I um, I, I I have always avoided the refi boom and went out and called on referral partners and. Um, there was one time, probably about seven, eight years ago, that I actually got caught up for the first time ever in the refi boom. And when I went back out, um, they're like, who are you? And yep. not not really, but in a very sarcastic, demeaning way, I felt like oh, a, it's a very sheepish. Oh, showed up. Right. <laughs> yeah. Where have you been? And I'm uh, like, I know. I'm sorry. But they're like, nice try. You know, you abandoned us. And I don't want to be that guy. I'll never be that guy again. And um, so... We, we we have a lot of training programs right now that the high accountability and as far as going out and relationship building and when I say relationship building, you know, whether it's Rick Ruby's Accord, the Xenix, the whatever, there, there there's, you know, a certain amount of breaking breads, there's a certain amount of face to faces. As I tell people with Facebook, what what Facebook allows me to do, it does allow me to talk. We talked a little bit about stalking, but um there there might be uh, a great realtor, and I picked up a number of great realtors through my approach mechanism or, you know, strategy through through Facebook. And so I, I always tell people Facebook is one leg of three, and the three are the referral sources, the database, and then the Facebook. And so, you know, n- none of them by themselves really can go ahead and, and take you to the prosperity that you really want to do. You have to, you know, do all three in tandem. And so um, I'm making sure that they're going out there and breaking bread. I'm, I'm, I'm making sure that they know the high trust interview and, and finding out what's important to referral sources and seeing what they can go ahead and do. Because I got to tell you, I, I can't say I'm scared for these winter months, but Illinois, I don't know if you've heard, everyone's leaving. Everyone's and, leaving. Um, yeah. and so it makes me nervous. And as I tell people, you better be expanding right now as the market goes to the winter months because you need to have a wider net than most people in other states. Yeah. Yeah. So, th- you know, if you're listening, think about that. I mean, imagine yourself being in a state and I, I have a client who's in Wisconsin, you know, who's experiencing the same thing, you know, imagine yourself being in a state where people are leaving. It's not that people are coming in, you know, and I know that where I live in Washington, DC, you know, right. Well, in Northern Virginia, right outside of DC, you know, there's always people coming in. It's always an influx of people coming in. And Mm -hmm. uh, because, you know, 99% of the internet traffic comes to the county I live in, because that's where AOL started. Mm -hmm. 
and um, mm. You know, so we have very high tech. We also have the government and we have also have uh, the government contractors, right? So we've mm -hmm. got this, and I live in the richest county in the United States and, you know, per capita income. So we, we have, we take that for granted because we, all that's coming in. So imagine yourself being in that mm -hmm. type of a situation. But I, I feel that, and, and I'm not suggesting scarcity, but, you know, part of abundance is reaching out no matter what, and, and this is emotional intelligence as well, is reaching out and being able to identify, you know, in team environments and in environments generally in the marketplace where you can serve and provide more value. And that that is where that emotional, it's a piece of the emotional intelligence, right? So regardless of what's mm -hmm. happening in your market, whether you have an influx and, and sitting on your laurels or whether you have something where people are leaving and you're now I'm not saying panicked, but you know, you have that in the back of your mind, that emotional intelligence will keep you neutral. You know, if you just stay the course yeah. and you constantly work on the foundation regardless, and this is how my business was, you know, 33% was from my database, 33% was from um, financial planners and attorneys, and the remaining 33% came from realtors, and, and very mm -hmm. few of them. It was realtors and everybody else, right? And mm -hmm. that's why my, bit, my practice was so successful, you know, over so many years, and that's where the sustainability is, and quite frankly... You know, if you're listening and you're, you're a mortgage person who's listening today, you know we make a good, a good a lot of money, right? And so do realtors too. They make more money than we do, but they make a lot of money. And um, there's not another business that, that can do that, but you've got to play it right. You can't screw it up. And that's, and that's uh, you know, if you want the sustainability. So, yeah, I love that you shared that. Thank you so much. And I, I do think that's really important. And, um, you know, I, I, and I want to publicly go out here, go out on a them here and say, you know, that I do this training for companies too. And I would love the opportunity to come in and help you guys as well, because I have um, several companies that I do uh, quarterly training for their salespeople, because what I'm learning is, well, not learning, I've learned year, several years ago is that most loan officers, um, business owners, regardless of who you are listening, um, lack the skills to have a quality meeting that really results in referral partners. It results yeah, in a lot of you. wasted time, a lot of wasted time, yeah. and I've mastered that. And um, so I, you know, really encourage everybody to think about this. And you know, thank you so much for today, um, sharing all of this with us, and in the new algorithms to help us make a, a shift and a, you know, yeah. a turn in today's do I, market. Do I have two minutes to tell you about the yeah. things that they're doing twenty twenty? Okay, yeah. so what I want to do, I'll make it really, really kind of brief, but I will tell you this. Um, they do not want you to uh, post more than once every um, two hours because, it, as we talked about last time, it washes the new algorithm washes you out, and so that that prior post is uh, you know washes you out. When you post, um, right now about 10.49 percent of of uh, the the walls of the friends that you have will go across their walls. So if I have a thousand people you know, that I'm friends with, you figure about 149 of them will see it across their walls. That's why I want to have the 5,000 friends. Um, photos right. and vids, uh, videos should, you know, inspire emotional response. And then um, the other thing that I want to say too is, um, we didn't even talk about this, but video and Facebook Live, um, um, the two things I will tell you this, uh, Facebook Live, um, they, are, they are major, major proponents of, I'll talk about that in a second. And then, as Facebook gives new updates, they honor those who are the first to 
embrace it. And so every time you upload your phone and you get a new update and you see new features, if, if you're the first to embrace it, you'll be featured more. But um, let me just say one last thing about this, and I'll, I'll turn it back over to you. On that Facebook Live, a lot of people don't like it because um, they don't like the way they look and they don't like the way they sound. <laughs> and you um, like. you know, that's that my coach always told me that's how the whole world sees you. That's the way they all look at you. You're just not used to looking and listening to yourself. So as he said, get over it. And I would recommend you guys get over it and just jump in. You're the product, no financial malpractice. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, just do it. Just do it, right? Or or yep. in that, there's, a, there's a great there's a great YouTube video that you should go check out and it's with uh, Bob Newman and it's a Saturday Night Live skit and um, it's called it's called Stop It and she comes in and he's a psychiatrist and he says you know she said I feel like I, you know I'm just so scared I'm going to be buried alive in a box and he goes well stop it that's my solution stop well, it <laughs> and that's well, really what I, it is I, it's like stop it it's pretty funny I don't know if you've ever seen me present but I will tell you my my third slide is that video I do that oh, video really? all the time it is the funniest thing in I the world too. just stop it you know I do too I do too I do yeah. that same video because you know it's just stop it in fact I was uh, talking to a colleague of mine uh, as part of my relationship you know when I was just talking about the relationship management training and stuff or that stuff um, I was talking to him and I said yeah I know I got to do a video and he goes you know what you you were so funny because you talk you walk the walk and talk the talk except in this one area and I was like yeah yeah and I said, well, you know, I just want to have my hair straight one day, you know, and then, and then go curl it and then go put it up and do it all in one day, you know, same thing, change my clothes. And he's like, it's so silly. Just stop it. Right. And, and right. I was reminded sure. of that. And so we hung, we hung up the phone and I got on a video. I got on my phone and I said, look, I'm doing this video. It's a video on procrastinating about doing videos. <laughs> and while I was doing it, I said, and here, let me tell you what I can't stand about what I'm seeing on this video right now. My hair's not right. I'm sitting in my car. I don't like what I'm wearing. I got to put lipstick on. And I was going through the whole thing and I got so many likes on it because people were saying, you know, yeah, that's me. That's me. And so thanks for, so much for being authentic and genuine. And that's really what it is. So I hope all of you listening will do that. We'll go and do a video on procrastinating about doing videos and just have a, have a yeah. good time with it as, as a way to start it. So, Larry, I just want to say thank you so much. And how would someone uh, get in contact with you if they wanted to ask you some follow-up questions? What's the best way? Well, I, I, I'll tell you. I'll give you my, my, my cell phone. Text me first, but uh, and then you can email me if you'd like. But um, my cell phone number is 630-417-7172. Um, or you can email me at L for Larry and then Betag, B-E-T-T-A-G at ccmclending.com. Uh, all those okay, work. Great. And um, yep. you know, it's, I'm out there. You can Google me. You'll, you'll find me. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much again for coming on today. I really, really appreciate it. And, you know, again, for all my listeners, thank you so much for listening. And, um, you know, we're over 27,000 subscribers now. And I, you know, one of the biggest wow. podcasts out there. I was one of the first podcasts out there for Mortgage Space. I'm now, you know, of course, growing into entrepreneurship and real estate and mortgage everything. And so you're always going to have some new topic when you come on or when they come in and listen, but it's always going to apply to every business. So um, I thank you for listening. I encourage you to please write reviews for me and give us a five-star rating. And lastly, anytime that you have any questions, you know how to get a hold of me, Jen at jenduplusses.com. And if you would like to have a strategy session anytime, please reach out to me and we can strategize over how to help your business go to the next level. So 
Larry, again, thank you very much. And we will Jen, catch my, you. my pleasure. So grateful. Absolutely. We will catch you next time. Take care. You bet. Thank you for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Looking to streamline and launch your practice by accessing Jen's tools, courses, classes, presentations, and resources? Visit jenduplessis.com to learn about the features and benefits thousands of other professionals have experienced by enrolling in Jen's Lifetime Membership Program. Isn't it about time you consider a coach to take your business to new heights? Contact Jen to start your application process today. Thanks again, and be sure to tune in next week.